This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with the big dog, Randy McKay, talking some NFL, and maybe he'll throw out some FCS nuggets as well. He has been on fire with that. Mon- How easy was that Montana State rocking chair cover on uh, on Friday night? Incarnate Word in a shootout, plus six, they won outright, and then privately with the uh, over. On uh, South Dakota State, what did you think about the Jackrabbits, how they covered that number, that 19, Randy? I mean, this game was tied with about eight minutes to go, and they they run it up on them a couple of times, huh? Yeah, I was real surprised about that at the end. Uh, I knew I, I knew we had a good shot to hit that over there for sure, the way the game was playing out. Finally, uh, the Jackrabbits got some offense going. And Stiglmeyer, he's been there forever. He's a very good coach. I'm surprised he ran that last play to cover there. But uh, as a guy that got in early at minus 15 and a half, I, I'll gladly take that in my pocket and uh, thank John Stiglmeyer in the offseason. Uh, yeah, Stiglmeyer uh, let, letting, it, uh, letting it fly uh, up 14 with a less than a minute to go. And they're just going to try and they ran the ball just a couple of times in the, you know, get – for no gain, and they were going to do it again, maybe kick a field goal if they had to at the uh, at the very end, but he throws it over the top, enough to make Scott Van Pelt's bad beats on Monday night. I can right. tell you that. So uh, a little FCS action. Let's get to the uh, NFL. Uh, Randy, including his uh, Montana State pick last week, was 2-2, two and 27-17 two, and 17 now on the season. Uh, let's go to Jacksonville. They uh, they look really good last week as they storm back and beat Tennessee uh, in Nashville. Dallas, mm, not so good. <laughs> Speaking of bad beats, well, well, you tell you what, the Houston Texans. Did I'm, am I hearing right? Did I get the information right? Do you have your circa survivor ticket on the Dallas Cowboys last weekend? No more singing the blues out of you, Randy McKay. If you got that one home, you like the Jaguars plus the four here against the Cowboys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was lucky to survive that one. Got that late drive. You know, things were you know Texans hanging there all game, mixing it up with the two quarterbacks. Uh, kind of threw Dallas off, threw their defense off. And I believe Doug Peterson, with his with his familiarity about playing Dallas, is going to have an edge here and doing the same things that the Houston kind of exposed. And now you got Dallas coming down the heat of Florida, which is always kind of a weird deal late in the season. And then we're getting points here. You know, it's a pretty good spot. You know, this line has moved down a little bit. Uh, a lot of sharps like 
Jacksonville over this season, and they're starting to come on now for them, and they're starting to get their money back a little bit. So that's uh, making them a little bit more value for the uh, – or less value for Jacksonville, but uh, still some value here in this line getting above – the four number or getting the four number or above uh, Dallas probably will try to grind it out. You know, they, they're not a real high threat offense that you really have to be scared of. And that's where Jacksonville gets in trouble with their defense. Their corners aren't that great and uh, can be picked on, but it, you know, Prescott, he'll, he'll make a mistake or two, I believe in the heat, you know, he's a tough quarterback. You know, it seems like when you're on him. He makes big mistakes. Like last week, if you had him, I I was like holding my breath like when he was throwing the ball. And then when you're against him, he seems like he likes to light it up on you. I mean, he's just one of these quarterbacks that's tough to judge, and he's always kind of inconsistent, even though people put him on a higher pedestal than he probably should be. So uh, getting value here with uh, Jacksonville, very impressive effort last week versus – Tennessee in a game I had, and I think the momentum stays going here. You know, Lawrence is starting to get, you know, starting to look like a number one pick, hopefully here. You know, he's had his inconsistency as well, but he's starting to, you know, get used to the new wide receivers with Kirk and and Jones, and uh, I'm just going to ride the momentum, and then with Doug Peterson's familiarity about playing against this Dallas team. All right, uh, so uh, let's uh, we got Jacksonville plus four. You got a, you got a tough number there because uh, uh, Jacksonville was plus five at Bet Rivers uh, yesterday, and so it's uh, it's popped down to four uh, at Bet Rivers. Still going to get some four and a halves uh, out there. And uh, let's move on to the uh, flex game Sunday night game, um, Washington and the Giants. So this is a rematch of just a couple of weeks ago uh, where they ended up in a tie in Giant Stadium. Giants, you know the drill, favorable schedule early, and uh, we say that, but, you you know, you had Tennessee, Dallas, uh, Green Bay, and Baltimore, three um, three uh, division leaders of that one, and uh, Green Bay has uh, been disappointing this year. But they start out 6-1 and one straight up and against the spread, and some people were wondering, well, if they were just that good. Now, since then, they are 1-4-1, one, 1-4-1, four, and, one. One, four, and, one, and the only win – was by eight against Houston, where Houston, man, they they didn't punt in the second half. They more than they had their chances uh, to beat the, the Giants in that one. So the Giants, a tale of two halves so far. Uh, Washington, this line has gone up from the look-ahead spot, uh, up to four and a half at home against the Giants. Yeah, I still think a little value here. We get a ske- the weirdest scheduling spot I can remember in many years where a team has had a bye – after playing the same team, and now they got the same team at home. And the and uh, the Giants come in here after the Philly loss. A bad read by me last week. You know, sometimes these early, putting in these picks early are, are good, and sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. And by kickoff there with that late movement and uh, some of the injury report on the Giants, I really didn't feel comfortable about that and kind of canceled them out of my contests for the most part and stayed away from that. But in this spot, I really like this Washington. You know, they got to sit home, you know, get uh, get ready for this rematch. You know, this game could have went either way. You know, got the tie, which was big. I think we had the Giants in that pick, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, yeah. 
and that went real well that game. And I, I expect this game to go the other way, even though Washington's not really a blowout style team, but I think they'll have some success running the ball uh, you know, against this tired Giants front. And uh, we saw that kind of at the end of the game there where Philly pretty much dominated on the run game after they, they they got ahead there. And I see some similarities there. And on the other side, Washington's defense has been playing lights out. I still don't think they're getting Chase Young back. I haven't looked at that injury report. But uh, even without him, they have a very good defense. And uh, this offense for the Giants, you know, very struggling. Barkley in and out of there with injury. Uh, still, you know, still might not play. You know, he played, he gutted out last week, wasn't 100% and didn't look like it. You know, and they're not going to hurt you with uh, any big passes. You know, their wide receivers are all pedestrian. And uh, Jones has to do with his run game and Dayball has to do with the short passes. And uh, I don't lay many numbers and I just think this is too good of a spot not to actually lay a number here with the Washington Commanders with this Giants team having to play and they and then the other side, the Washington getting rest and then uh, having the situation in this game, which is a very rare situation in the NFL. All right, uh, so Washington minus four and a half, a rare uh, a favorite uh, by Randy McKay uh, here. All right, let's go to the Bears and the Eagles. A couple of old, uh, long-time members of the NFL. The Bears, they've lost six in a row going into their bye week, but in those six losses, they've averaged 24 points a game. Now they get the bye, and they'll host Philadelphia uh, at noon this Sunday. Bears plus nine at home against Philly. Yeah, and this is another spot where we get a team off of by, you know, young team. Iberflus, the coach, you know, got rid of a lot of his defense. He wants to build his own. He's a defensive coach, wants to build a lot of his own defense. And I believe in this spot here, he's going to, you know, with the building of his defense, this bye week really helped him maybe to get some decent defense you know, a lot of the, you know, they lost their leader in Smith and traded him away to Baltimore. But I believe now maybe they'll get some continuity off of bye. Their offense has been rolling. You know, we're getting plus nine with a good quarterback here that can, uh, good young quarterback that can uh, make things happen. You know, Philly, you know, overinflated line. You know, you got the, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, Philly has a, uh, is going to be overinflated the rest of the season with their record. You know, this, yeah. this loan should be about a seven, seven and a half right in the spot. And that always uh, sets up the backdoor cover for you as well with fields. I believe they'll have some success against this Philly uh, defense. This Philly defense still can give up a lot of plays on the run game. You know, last week was a mystery by me, Barkley. I didn't, expect him to be injured in that game. I, I expected to have more success running the ball. And with Fields, you get, you know, you got him and Montgomery, you got a chance to run the ball, control the clock. You know, it's things you look for in a, in a plus nine underdog, especially at home. You know, Philly comes in here, you know, fat and happy, you know, rolling team, and we're getting extra points, you know, Philly's had a great season. We were on them, you know, in the podcast. We're on them for the season wins. Yep. We're on them to win the division. 
we're right on in that. You know, I think they're definitely going to hang in there and win the division. And, and, and a look-ahead spot here, Philly plays Dallas next week in the big game. You know, look-aheads usually don't mean a whole lot in the NFL, but I believe in this spot, the look-ahead situation favors us to get the plus nine plus nine home in this situation. That is uh, interesting. Yes, uh, I'm on that. Uh, and I was still able to get plus 150 after uh, – the left tackle of uh, the announcing of the injury of Tyron Smith yeah. uh, for the um, for the Dallas Cowboys. So, but very interesting. We've been looking ahead to this spot, especially you know with the my bet that future bet on the Eagles plus a dollar fifty to win the NFC East. I you know I've been looking looking it because Philly lost that game in that divisional game to Washington. So Dallas will win the tiebreaker. If they if they keep winning out because they have one less divisional loss, so uh, Ben, you know they they got two games. They only could give up one game. So both of these teams looking ahead a little bit, and that's the focus of uh, two or your three picks: uh, Chicago against Philadelphia and Jacksonville against Dallas. So I kind of forgot about the that Dallas and Philadelphia look ahead spot next week. I agree. That's a big situational uh, angle for college football. Not as much the NFL. But I've been waiting for it for seven, eight weeks, it seems like, since these teams have been on a little bit of a collision course. So, Chicago, and if you include the Monday night game against the Patriots, when it kind of changed uh, their offensive approach, they're averaging over 25 points a game in their last seven against Philadelphia. Chicago plus nine, Washington minus four and a half against the Giants. That's that flex game on Sunday night on primetime. And Jacksonville plus four against Dallas. Any? FCS Nuggets, little yap, huh? Any, anything you, extra? I'll give you a FCS and a teaser lineup. Uh, okay. I tease, I tease down Buffalo, and okay. there's some there's some other plus two and a halfs out there. I think I did it with Baltimore was the main one. I got uh, Buffalo down to one and a half, and Baltimore up to the eight and a half. I believe uh, you can. Do I think that. it's a nine. Uh, is yeah, okay. You might have moved, but let me see what the Saturday Cleveland is three. Yeah, it's uh, so plus nine, plus, uh, minus one and a half, and plus a little Saturday, a little Saturday right. teaser, Saturday huh? teaser for people out there. Uh, get you going to start the week. Uh, you don't, you don't know what Baltimore's quarterback situation. Hopefully, it's not that young kid from Oregon in there. Oh. So. <laughs> I'll take my chances uh, still getting plus eight and a half, even if he's in there. But uh, <laughs> as far as the FCS goes, I believe uh, North Dakota State's too big of a favorite here. Incarnate Word has a very good quarterback and a very, very good offense. Nine and a half. Them, they beat Nevada earlier this year, and I believe this line will go up. So uh, plus 10 is a goal here for uh, the Incarnate Word team out of uh, San Antonio, Texas, which a lot of people don't know where that is, or they know where San Antonio is, but they didn't know where I'd incarnate word is. So I, I like that one as a lot. Still waiting on this uh, South Dakota State, Montana State should be a great game. You know, two teams I'm real familiar with, uh, Coach Stiglmeyer, very good there at South Dakota State's been there forever. And then of course, the kid I coached, in baseball, Brent Vigan, coach of Montana State, so it should be a really good battle there. 
Well, I took a little uh, shot on Bet Rivers at plus six fifty for Montana State to win it all. So no, I'm gonna I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna ride with that. So Incarnate Word is plus nine and a half right now at Bet Rivers. A little bit of everything. This guy's like going to Mardi Gras float. He's throwing beads, you know, <laughs> to spears. I mean, cups and doubloons. A little bit of everything out of you today, Randy. A little smorgasbord. I like it. I like it. Saturday tees are Buffalo, Baltimore, minus one and a half and plus nine at Bet Rivers right now. Incarnate Word, plus nine and a half. And in Chicago, Washington and Jackson. Randy McKay, 27 and 17 on the season. That's good enough for 61.4%. That'll work anytime. For Randy McKay, I'm Jimmy Ott here on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.